You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. And let me tell you, these numbers move each and every week. And I've noticed this when I do my teasers, because by the end of the week, some of my teaser legs are completely gone because once they are passing through a certain number, I don't put them in teaser legs anymore. Uh, We'll be doing my teaser legs in this segment, but there are certain strategies when it comes to teasers. When you're playing teasers, you want to go through as many key numbers as possible. This is why people usually play quote unquote Wong teasers, which is like a certain type of teaser that is, uh, I believe it is an underdog of uh, one to two and a half points or a favorite of eight and a half to seven and a half points. And you tease it down and you go through seven, six and three and you got yourself a great teaser. Like it's banking on the lines being very sharp, which usually in the NFL, these lines are pretty sharp. Like you see it come down to a safety You see it come down to like a field goal each and every week in a lot of these games. So that's my general strategy. I've noticed this. I haven't been taking Mm -hmm. a ton of favorites in teasers, and I think I'm going to start doing that this week. Jenks, I don't think you play a ton of teasers, but do you have a general strategy when it comes to teasers, or do you just not play them at all? What I like to do is just tail your teasers, Chelsea. That's what I like to do. I say, what's Chelsea doing this week? Maybe I'll follow her because she's always got on her teasers. I I think the general strategy is I I generally like dogs. If you like a dog anyway. Yeah. And I I would rather just play a dog up and get a lot of points. Maybe a dog that I think has a chance to win outright. I, I like that better than a team blowing out another team. So I generally look at dogs of course we have long teasers which we can play you don't want to play through key numbers that are or dead numbers i should say like zero and one so i like to look at underdogs that i like and then grab some points because i feel like if they can win outright then i'll gladly take extra points with them important topic teasing through zero it is something that i have been taught never to do and usually you don't just like take advice you're like sure and i'm not going to look into why we should not be doing this Because you'll see in some of these games, if a team loses outright, like there's a good chance that they're going to lose by more than two points. Like say you're in a teaser and you're getting like, well, obviously in a teaser you get six points. But if you're teasing through zero, it just feels like it's that dead area to where if a team is going to lose, usually they will lose by more than two or three points. So I just, I feel like teasing through zero is never a good idea, even though plenty of people do it. I will not be doing that. In fact, I will be giving you my teaser legs right now. It's time to play Who Ruins My Teaser. That's right. It's Teaser Tuesday, the daily tip. 
and you guys get to tell me who ruins my teaser. Now, normally I give you three legs and I'm gonna play it regardless and you guys can just like talk at the wind or whatever, but this week I'm gonna do it a little different. I'm gonna give you four options and Jenks, you tell me which of my teaser legs is getting the boot, which teaser is kicked out. Uh, so okay. let's start with this. I'm gonna go Dolphins plus eight at the Eagles. Feels like the Eagles aren't blowing out teams anymore. I'm not going to overreact too much to them losing. But still, if anybody can put points on the board and at least cover in a teaser, feels like the Dolphins can. Uh, next up, I am going to tease a favorite for the first time, I think, this year. I'm going to go Bills minus three at the Patriots. And next up, we're going to go Lions plus nine at the Ravens. This line seems like a trap to me, the fact that the Lions are getting three points. So maybe that is your sabotage factor here, but it just feels like the Lions are a team that at least is not going to get blown out. And then finally, this one's a little tricky, but okay. uh, Chargers plus 11 and a half over the Chiefs. This is normally not a number I would tease at uh, plus five and a half. That's the original number, but it's a divisional game. The Chargers usually play the Chiefs very closely. They're three and one against the spread in their last four meetings against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are one of those teams that aren't uh, really dominating most of their games. So, Jenks, who's getting kicked out of the teaser? Ooh, oh man. I would say Chargers? Chargers? I don't know. I think they'll keep it within double digits. They have to. It's a division game. The only thing I would say is, and I mentioned this earlier in the show, if you're looking for a sabotage factor, is that Kansas City hasn't quite put it together yet. So we're still waiting on that dominant performance where Mahomes just goes off and all of his receivers are in the mix. He's tossing it around. Kelsey's in the end zone. Pacheco's running all over the place. So... I think on a short week for the Chargers, a Chargers team without Mike Williams for the rest of the season, they're it and Brandon Staley, who could make some sort of boneheaded call, ends up costing you. I think that's your only sabotage factor. I think it's a very strong teaser, though. I would say if if I have to pick one, it's maybe the Chargers getting blown out. I don't see it happening, though. Do you think there's a point in the season where the Chargers kind of look lifeless just because emotionally they are beaten? beaten down after this season because right now they're sitting with a losing record and there is usually a turning point in the season where it just kind of feels like teams don't give up but it just doesn't feel like the urgency is there like the vikings look like one of those teams to me like it doesn't matter if they win or lose they just don't seem like a team that is just gonna have that fight in them because it feels like a lost season do you think it feels like a lost season for the chargers just yet it's close. This is where Brandon Staley is really going to be challenged as a head coach because, A, he's challenged as a head coach in general, right? <laughs> I just don't think he's a very good head coach. So, But now what do you do when one of your primary weapons on offense is out for the year and then you're playing in this very difficult division and also you're two and three? And now you got the Chiefs coming up, and the Chiefs have owned the Chargers. It's just not setting up well for the Chargers. And it, it, it'll, be, it'll be one of those seasons, I sort of compare it to, this is maybe not the best comparison, like the Vikings, right, where they have a ton of talent, but they've never really done anything with it come the postseason. And last year was the worst. Like that choke job against the Jags is something I still cannot believe that I watched in real time. That was an all-timer. I can't believe they didn't fire Brandon Staley on the spot there. 
But when I say I compare it to the Vikings, it's that, man, you've had a lot of talent for a long time, but now you're getting a little bit older. Now you're getting banged up. And yeah, you have a good quarterback. I like Justin Herbert a lot better than Kirk Cousins, but you've never really done anything with this potential that you've had. And I kind of feel like the Chargers are the same way where they're going to end up being a 500 team, maybe a little bit better than that. And we'll say, well, the Chargers have a lot of talent, but once again, they let us down. Yeah, it feels like they're kind of wasting Justin Herbert. I want to see him in the postseason. Uh, he's a good quarterback. Uh, I've seen it firsthand. Watched him slice and dice up my Titans, despite yeah. them losing against my Titans. Let's talk about one line that has moved since I placed this bet just last night. This Bills line has gone from minus nine to minus eight and a half. So in my teaser, I have the Bills minus three. Now you can get them for minus two and a half. Should that worry me Ooh. that this line has gone down? Or do you think it's just because it's too many points and my teaser should be safe? No, your teaser's safe. You should feel even better about it. Sometimes, you know, these games, these lines are so tight in the National Football League that it, it's not necessarily about the team winning. It's just about them covering, as you know. And sometimes a half point or a point will make all the difference. So since you're teasing in this spot, I would look at it as a benefit because all of a sudden now, you're getting a little bit more value, so I like it. I just can't trust this. I don't care. Like, I just can't. I cannot get in board, on board with the Patriots, even getting three points. Hell, they were getting, what, two and a half or three against the Raiders? The Bills are way better than the Raiders. Like, that's my girl math of the day. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen that trend on TikTok. Uh, but it just feels like a spot where the Bills – should run the table, especially against that Patriots offense that has no clue what they're doing. So other options here that we need to kind of go through. Uh, the Dolphins line has actually gone uh, to the point where I'm getting a better number on mine. That line down to plus one and a half. And I think that's usually why I take dogs in this situation. Because when you're taking underdogs and teasers early in the week, those are the games where it feels like you're getting value because those lines are are usually moving as opposed to when you take favorites and there's some buyback on a big number. Some people just saying, okay, this is too big of a number. But this Dolphins line, Dolphins plus one and a half now, let's talk about this game outright because I just, sure. I kind of considered putting a little something on this parlay just straight up. I think that's always a good idea. If you believe in a team and a teaser, like maybe just throw a little something on a four-team uh, parlay and hope that maybe something goes your way. But what about the Dolphins here? I think a lot of this uh, kind of hinges on what you think of the Eagles. Eagles sitting as one-and-a-half-point favorites at home over the Dolphins. And I know there's a lot of panic in the streets about the Eagles losing <laughs> to the Jets. I don't think that the Eagles are like done by a long shot. I think they're still a very good team, but it just seems like one of those teams that hasn't really put it all together for pure domination this year, as opposed to last year where they were just, you know, grounding and pounding everybody uh, in mm -hmm. their wake. Yeah, that's the danger that comes with losing both of your coordinators, particularly on the offensive side. And you always assume, well, it's going to be plug and play. You got the same players, but it is a different system. And I think the Eagles are still adjusting to that. And we've seen that because they're still very good and they can out talent most teams, but they're not quite the juggernaut that just everything was clicking on a regular basis last year. I kind of like the Eagles here. And I always always worry about Miami away from home 
on the road coming off a big win. This reminds me of a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago when Miami had that huge win. They dropped 70 on the Broncos. Then they were going to Buffalo and everyone was on the Dolphins like, oh my God, Dolphins are going to win, Dolphins are going to win. And they might. The line tells you that. But I feel like now, good buy low spot on the Eagles. They're at home. It's at night. I know money's coming in on Miami. I kind of like Philly here. I think the sabotage factor for the Dolphins is how many good defenses have they really played? Like maybe you can put the Patriots in there and they won that game 24 to 17, but against the Bills, they only scored 20 points, Uh, a 48 to 20 loss in Buffalo. So maybe that's what's going to go down in Philadelphia. But anyways, I'm going to stick with my teaser. We'll see if the Chargers are kicked out. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.